Hello, I'm Melissa Cohen, and I'm here today with Joanne Lacaruba Steenberg. And we're here to talk about love, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this amazing little thing that you've created. Well, not little. It's a little thing when you hold it in your hand, but it's becoming a huge thing all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. It's the love card. So it's pretty amazing. It's this, um, oh, we'll post it on the Instagram and you can see what it looks like, but it's basically this small round card. What is it, like two inches? Two and, and a half inches, yeah. And on one side is a heart, and then the other side, can you read what it says on the other side for Sure. Us? So it says, this is the love card. You're holding this card because you are loved. It delivers a powerful energy of love and self-love. Hold it tight, take three deep breaths, and feel the love. When given away, you give the gift of love to another. And it also says, please post a picture. And then it has um, the Instagram and website and Facebook. So Joanne um, and I are really good friends. And whenever we go somewhere, she hands out this love card. And she's been doing this for years. And... Um, a lot of times she tells me she's doing it and she'll or I'll just look behind if we, you know, go into a store and I'll see them scattered around the desk and <laughs> all over. But it's pretty amazing how it's changing people's lives, right? And I know like Michael Fronte passed does he pass them out at his concerts no, or I don't think he does. I mean they were they were sort of distributed at one of his concerts. Oh, okay. And so a lot of people who love him love the cards and okay. um, ask for their own set and okay. so and then, he knows of them for sure. Okay, and then Byron Katie posted it on Facebook mm -hmm. or Instagram, mm -hmm. right? And I think Facebook, yeah. Yeah, and you get stories from all over the world. So it's it's really cool. I wanted you to tell some of your stories because it it's incredible how this little business-like card mm -hmm. is changing people's lives. So we were on our way home from Newburyport seeing another friend of ours, and you needed a toothbrush, right? And it was like 1130 at night. And I said, well, let's stop at this convenience store. So why don't you tell us what happened? Yeah, I mean, in a way, it wasn't that extraordinary of a moment because I have been doing this for so long now. They're always in my pockets. And wherever I go, if I can anonymously leave a card behind after having interaction with someone or just... You know, I'm, they're not, I'm not leaving them in empty spaces all over the place. But, you know, with the intention of connecting with a person, I do. So it was just another moment. We walked into the convenience. I walked into the convenience store, and there was a young man behind the counter. And I asked him if they had toothbrushes, and he said, no, I'm sorry. And as I walked out the door, I just plopped a love card on the counter and walked out. End of story. That happens every day, all day long. I mean, I probably give away you know, 100 cards a day, if not more, and, and so do many other people. Um, and I didn't even know, you know, you didn't come back in the car and say, hey, I left a love card there. I had no idea that right, you gave right. him a love card. Yeah, so. I kind of don't <clears throat> announce them that at all right. anymore. Right, but then this morning, so this morning, we ended up seeing this on Facebook. Yeah, so, this, so I'll just read it to you. This is really what keeps this movement going. I mean, it's just so incredibly rewarding to hear something like this. So... Tonight, my son was at work at Cumberland Farms in Ipswich, Massachusetts. A kind woman handed him this card and left without a word. He then texted me this picture. Whomever you were, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Sometimes in life, we need to see and hear that we are loved. We have no idea how this kind gesture made him feel. You have no idea how this kind gesture made him feel. He is 20 and shy and sometimes doesn't feel loved. 
Thank you to this person for showing him who he is. You have no idea how much this means to me as his mom. God bless you and thank you, Anna. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's emotional again. I know. It's <clears> wild. <throat> but you hear stories like this all the time. Yeah. And I saw that this morning and I was like, oh my God, this was my friend who at 1130 at night went into a store for a toothbrush. Never said anything to me like, hey, there was this kid behind the counter that looked like he needed love. Nothing. And I woke up to see this on Facebook. I mean... It's really pretty amazing. You are the love guru. That's what I always think of when I think of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing that's really cool about this is that it's not just me. Yeah. You know, okay, I came up with the idea four years ago, but there's thousands of people doing this now mm. around the world. Like, yeah. that really blows my mind, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I remember um, a friend of ours um, asked you for a bunch of them, and she was giving them out, and then she went on... She took a flight somewhere with her husband, and she gave one to the stewardess. And the stewardess ended up calling, uh, getting on your website and getting a bunch of the cards because she, I don't even oh, remember. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. She she puts get makes gift baskets for kids. No, and- this is this is a really cool story. Her name is Sandy. <laughs> you know, I'm watching it, <laughs> and she has. Um, um, an organization, I think she calls it Sandy Doodles. I'll, I'll make 100% sure, but she was definitely one of the first, you yeah. know, stories to come looping back around. And she makes these really cool, beautiful, funky sneakers. They're oh, like right, right. high top sneakers with all these unique designs. And every sneaker that she, every pair of sneakers that she sells, she donates the funds to um, a couple of villages in Africa. Okay. And so now, if you go on her Etsy account and you buy her sneakers, a love card is in the co- in the box with the sneakers. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And that was just because somebody gave it to her because she's also a flight attendant. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. All right, I want to. Can we hear more stories? Yeah, I mean, the cool <laughs> thing is, is that you know, it is a pay it forward. So in my perfect world, people get it and say, "Wow, this is beautiful," and then pass it on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's so many stories that it's so hard to capture. I mean, there's one that I have a little story on my um, website of. It's not a story; it's just a comment. But um, there's a woman who wrote, "I went out to my car today." And on my car was a love card. And she said, I got inside and I read the back of it and cried uncontrollably for about 20 minutes. And she said, whoever did that, they do not know I had the hardest day as a nurse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So (laughs) you just, I think the thing is, is you just don't know. I think all of us are walking around with, you know, good energy, sad energy, but a lot of things going on in our minds, a lot of negative self-dialogue and... um, some, I think we all need it. Like, like one of the things I I sort of caution us because there's a lot of people giving them away now is that not just to the person who looks down and out, but to everybody. Right. Right. You know, sometimes the ones who put the biggest smiles on their faces are the ones that are needing it the most. So. Well, actually, that reminds me of a story that you told me. That um, wasn't there a story about a woman who looked really well put together and really looked like she had a lot of money and looked like she was in a good... Wasn't there a story about that? Yeah. I mean, in a way, that was sort of a transforma- transformational story for me. Mm. Um, again, you know, I came up with the idea, so I'm the Miss Love Card Lady. And oh my, I have to say, I've been humbled and I've learned so much Oh, that's from right. This. Yeah, but it's a, it's a cool story. Will you tell that? Over the years, yeah. yeah. So I was um, in a nail place getting my nails done. And there were other women there. And there was one particular woman there who was um, dressed beautifully, you know, felt to me, you know, very 
uh, well-to-do and um, lots of jewelry and, and makeup. And she wasn't being particularly nice to the person that was taking care of her. I mean, she wasn't mean, horribly mean, but there was a coldness there. Um, and it was I was all ready to go, and I got up and I put my coat on, and I was judging her. And I was thinking, oh, God, I can't believe, you know, I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to... Um, you know, I was judging her. I was mm. thinking, I, I summed it up by the way she looked, that maybe she was a certain type of person in a certain type of way. And I put my hands in my pockets before I walked out the door. And I stopped and I thought, oh, there you go. You know, you're you're making this assumption that she's being crabby to the person who's taking care of her because she's entitled or she's something. I definitely had her summed up in my mind. So when my hands hit the wad of love cards in my pocket, I stopped, I turned around and I gave her a card. And she took it from me, and she started to cry. <laughs> and then she said, oh, my gosh, can I please have a couple more of these? I want to give them to my grandchildren. And out the door I walked, and I wound up crying when I got back in the car because I thought, wow, you know, even when you're trying to stay in this place of love as much as possible, we still judge. We still slip and judge, and, yeah. and that's really what it's now all about. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you and I are sitting here with tears in our I eyes. Know. It's hard to talk about all this. It but. is, it is. So um, I know there's a couple more stories. So share. the one that um, I think there's so many, but the yeah. one that um, I personally experienced, that one of the interesting, difficult things about this project mm -hmm. is that there's 150,000 of them now. And I hear from people, but I know there are a lot more stories out there that we don't get to hear. And I think the more we can sort of jump on the bandwagon and share, the more inspiring it becomes. And I think more people will do it. Mm -hmm. But I had an experience a couple of years ago where my baby daughter was going off to college um, for the first time. And she was going all the way to Denmark. And uh, my husband and I live in rural Maine. And um, we were getting close to Thanksgiving. And... She was not feeling well. She was getting pretty sick, and turned out she had a pretty bad case of mono. And she was calling us on Skype, and her head would be on the pillow, and she'd be like, "Hi, Bobby. I really can't breathe." And and it got to the point where you know, she she went to the ER, she went to the doctor, and that particular night, I'm not somebody who has a whole lot of fears about health issues in general but that night I had a dream that my husband was carrying her and she was not well she was kind of limp in his arms mm -hmm. and I told him that the next morning and we said okay we're not going to Thanksgiving in New York which we always do we're gonna go see her in Denmark and so he gets on the computer and gets on cheapesttickets.com and we're due to fly out of JFK the next day so we get in the car we zoom down to New York we get there like 12 o'clock midnight wake up the next morning to go catch our flight and we get over to JFK and we're getting on we're online at the Delta counter and um, we give her our names and our passports and she said well I see your names in the system but you're not you don't have confirmed seats on the flight I'm sorry you're not on the flight and the flight is full and I thought oh my god um, and my husband started to kind of hyperventilate and I can be sort of more of the Zen person in situations like that so I was like okay honey shh, you sit down and the woman said, you go over there on that line, it's called the rebooking line, and you wait online and they'll try and rebook you to get on another flight. I said, okay. So I get on the rebooking line, and there's two people in front of me, and there's a man in front of me who is um, of Indian descent, I could tell by his accent, and he's completely losing it. Mm 
And, you know, you mean to tell me this is how Delta takes care of their customers? And he was, you know, very irate and passing, you know, sort of walking back and forth and had fists. His hands were in fists. And I stopped and I took a deep breath and I just thought, what could I do? I kind of said a little prayer and, um, you know, just kind of sent it out to him like, okay, I hope whatever's going on, it calms down. But I was also a little nervous. And then the man behind the counter, who was actually an older man who was also of Indian descent, said, sir, you know, if you keep doing this, you're going to slow down the whole process. You must get control. And he said, here. And he handed him a card with a red 800 number on it. And he said, give this number a call while you're waiting online and somebody there at Delta can help you and get the ball rolling. And when he gave the man this card, this man then went, got even more angry. He said, you mean to tell me this is how you solve the problem? I don't have a phone that even works in this country and you're giving me an 800 number. And, you know, he's, he's cursing and he's getting really upset. He was really angry. And I took a deep breath, said another little prayer, and I kind of tapped him on the back of the shoulder. And he turned around, kind of whipped his head around, and I handed him my cell phone. And I said, you can use my cell phone if you want. And he was like, no, that's okay. And he kind of turned back around. Mm. And I'm standing behind him, and I'm still like deep breaths and just trying to think, you know, it's not my position to solve, but I was worried that he was getting so, so angry. Um, and so I tapped him on the shoulder again, and he whipped his head around, and I handed him a love card, and he took it out of my hand, and he turned his head back around. And I was literally like a foot behind him, and I watched his shoulders that were crunched up towards his ears just melt away from his ears. And I truly was honestly still in the moment thinking, like, he's either going to turn around and say, I, you know, who are you? to? Right. You know, I didn't know what kind of reaction I was going to get. And he turns around. I can't tell this story without getting emotional. But he turns around with these giant, gorgeous, beautiful brown eyes. And he said, I am so sorry you got stuck behind the asshole me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I just said, oh, no, no, you didn't. Don't worry about it. I said, I'm sure this is really frustrating for you. And, you know, don't worry about it. And. He was like, no, no, you don't know. He said, before you came online behind me, there were two people up there helping. And one of them was a woman. And I let her have it so much that she walked away. And he said, and she's probably on her way home to her family and is going to take my anger home with her. Yeah, it was really amazing, actually. Wow. And so I said, you know, we started a conversation. And I said, you know, don't worry about it. Things get us upset. And and uh, we started talking about India and where he was from. And I have always wanted to go to India. So we kind of had this conversation. And then there was this moment where I could feel like both of our peripheral visions kind of like opened up. And he kind of looked around and I looked around and he said, wait a minute, why are you on this line? So I told him my story. And he was like, wow. And then I said, and look behind me. Now there's like 12 people online. And I said, everyone has a pretty sad or challenging story. He was on a rebooking line, you know, mm-hmm. if you missed your flight and you thought you were getting on it. And in his situation, it was sort of like the deal of his career. He was coming out to fly to, I think, Chicago mm-hmm. and um, to do a presentation. And, and so much depended on the success of this. So I really felt for him. He was a young young guy. And anyway, long story short, because I could tell you more details about our conversation, but we get the attendant who's now ready to take him. And he said, sir, I'm ready for you. And uh, he goes to walk up and he stops. And he goes, no, I insist this woman go before me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, no, you go. He said, no, no, I insist. So I went before him and I started talking. And then I said, okay, you know what? Now you have to come up here. And I said to the two men, I said, can you just shake hands? And the two of them shook hands. They both <laughs> teared up. 
And the older man said, the crazy thing is, is that we're cursing at each other in our second languages. We should have been having our argument in our native tongue. <laughs> and they laughed. And, and I never saw him again. And um, before I walked away, I gave everybody else on the line a love card. <laughs> was everyone crying? No, I mean, because God. it was really just between us. Right. Like, I mean, maybe they realized that he was calmed down. Yeah. But it was a very intimate conversation. It wasn't like this loud conversation. But yeah. I, it's just another one of those moments. Like, I think even when you're super angry, it's because you're there's that disconnect of... Right. Love and because loving who hurting. you are and you're yeah. hurting. Yeah. Wow. That's, that really is amazing. I mean, you're changing people's lives through just basically, I, you know, I call you the love guru. It's just spreading the love. But sometimes it just takes that little, you know, two second reminder mm. that you are loved. Yeah. And it's so impactful. We forget how, how incredible you know what an impact that can have yeah we forget i mean i i don't want to it's not me i mean of course the idea is mine which i'm so happy that it just came to me and Mm -hmm. it's and it is making a difference i really know that it is but there are a lot of brave people that are receiving the card and passing it on right and i say brave you know sometimes you leave it for the server in a restaurant and it's i love doing the anonymous thing Mm -hmm. but sometimes to actually extend love to another is really hard and to hand that hand it to them directly and then what if it's refused and you know it's definitely like i don't want to feel like we're soliciting anything but there are certain cities in this country where people are trying to hand stuff out all the time and people like no 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 so it takes brave people to actually hand it out right um, i have two adult children and my husband and and it's become a joke now it's like more embraced but in the beginning (laughs) if we were walking around my husband's danish so we're in denmark often and i'll start digging my hands in my pockets and my two kids are like oh here she goes (laughs) (laughs) and they they go they run because it's you know, it, it's a vulnerable yeah. thing to do. So it's not for everybody, right? you know. But I don't like to admit this, but I've rolled my eyes at you a couple of times. <laughs> I mean, I love you to pieces and I love what you're doing. And I know you're so humble that, you know, it, it is you because it's your, like, you're the one who created this and it's your energy that's helping this spread. But I know you're super humble about it. But there are times that, you know, if you and I are, if you come down to visit and we're out for the day and we're running to the health food store and then we're running into stores and we're doing a bunch of stuff and I see you like, hold on a second, I have to put the, and I, you know, I've caught myself like, oh God, really, you're going to leave one for every single person, you know. I have felt that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. But no, it's my my judgment like that comes in like oh these cards are really gonna make a difference oh she has to leave them everywhere she you know it's the it's like the judgments that we all have which i don't consider myself a judgmental person i try not to be but we all have like oh here she go you know she's gonna leave this card for this one person <laughs> i mean come on let's go is this really gonna make a difference yeah and then you tell me stories like this mm. that you see firsthand or you know people are writing you or posting it and it's like okay it makes me it's good for me because it makes me slow down and think stop going 100 miles a minute mm. and you don't know what you're missing you don't know um, like who you're judging or who you get mad at in the moment or the things that irritate you like stop mm. and realize that i don't know what these other people are going through or who needs love at the moment or you know you're so good at bringing me back to that in so many different ways you've always been really good for me like that oh, i'm so glad to hear that yeah, i mean it just you know <clears throat> if you think about just how we go through a day 
going to the grocery store, going to the gas station, whatever it is. Like we actually have a lot of interactions with people that, you know, many of us have blinders on. I mean, I feel like if nothing else, what that's what this project has done for me. They're in my pockets all the time and my peripheral vision is way out. And I see the person stacking the shelves. I see the irritated person online. I see the, yeah, and you're you know, aware of it. I also have to, you know, you have to be careful. You can't be like dancing around the grocery store, like everybody take a love card. You know, like you also right. want to be grounded too. So there's right. like a fine line, but yeah. um, the grocery store is kind of a fun place. There's been a lot of really cool interactions. Um, yeah. So how did you um, get started on these? What was the, what got me going? Yeah. I, I feel like I get asked that question a lot. And um, I think the very, very first version of the love card was a little um, handmade card that I made for my kids when they were probably like 12, 13, and I left it in an advent calendar in December at Christmas time, like they opened up December 10th. And honestly, it was probably because I didn't get to the store and buy candy, and I was like, ah, oh, I gotta put something in there. And it, and I made two little love cards, and it was it was the idea like, can you just keep it with you, you guys, and just know your mama always loves you, and uh, you know, like touch it and hold it if you need a little love. And um, I think that really truly is the first one that was ever made. And then I've sort of had this idea for a long time. I'd say maybe like a decade. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was thinking maybe I could make the love card rock. Or, you know, the love card. And I would draw it and doodle it. And one morning I woke up. Honestly, I'm 57 and I'm healthy and I'm sure I'll be here for a while. But I did have this sort of like bucket list moment where I woke up and I was like, okay, I don't want to leave the planet without this idea becoming something that other people can hold in their hand. Oh, that's really cool. I remember coming up to Maine. And you had just, I think it was the first printing, right? Yeah. Did you even have, yeah, I think you just printed a bunch of them. Yeah. And, you know, you really had the idea more solidified and you had, I think you've refined it, you know, since then, but you handed me one of the cards mm-hmm. and it was pretty profound. Yeah. I think watching your emotion around it, because you're such a light giver and you have so many ways of reaching people that it moved you the way it moved you was another aha moment for me Mm. yeah yeah it definitely did it's i knew when i looked at it that this was gonna impact the world in some some way so very cool little piece of the world at least yeah Yeah. well i don't know how little it's really (laughs) spreading all over it's pretty big movement so it's exciting i mean the cool thing is i have Fifty thousand cards in my trunk right now (laughs) so it's the first time i've had that many printed at one time wow and uh so, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. The demand is growing yeah. pretty quickly. So. Well, and they can go, right, to, to let people know how they can, you, they can go to your site. Yeah, so there's a website, which is in the works, actually. It's being in, it's in the process of being revised a bit, um, but it's www.thelovecard.org, and the intention is that the cards are free. I don't want love to be something. If anybody wants them, you can get them for free, and then there is an opportunity to support the project Um by clicking on a couple of PayPal buttons, but um, and they can donate, yeah, right? But, yeah. yeah, which is yeah. great if you can do that. Then you know it helps keep this project going because you do this out of your own pocket. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow, amazing! I love you, you, honey. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so don't forget to check out Alyssa Cohen Raw on Instagram and the dot love dot card for the love card. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Joanne, for being here. Thank you so much. Stay elevated, everyone. <laughs>